Yo, Jam, I'm thinking someone may have gotten scammed this past week. What do you think? That signature does not pass the sniff test. Let's get into it. We are in a buyer's market, comic fam. I am convinced. Hit the like and subscribe, and let's chat about the hottest comic books in the world. A buyer's market for sure. I'm looking at a few books on eBay that I've been holding off on because prices got so crazy, but we're looking like pre-comic boom prices for a lot of these keys. Coming in at number 10, we have Uncanny X-Men issue 130 with multiple key worthiness. The Dark Phoenix Saga Part 2, the first appearance of the Dazzler, the second appearance of Kitty Pride and Emma Frost, and the first full appearance of the Black King, Sebastian Shaw. Debuting in 1980, Jean Grey becomes the Black Queen of the Hellfire Club. And we have an 8.5 setting a record this past week. Last selling in August for 164, up 9%, now selling for 179. There is only one copy graded at a 9.9, 322 at a 9.8. The last GPA recorded sale for a 9.8 was its year-long low selling in October for $1,080. Jem, how do you feel about this book nearing the thousand dollar mark at a 9.8 considering the record high was set in october 2021 for over three thousand dollars hot damn it's like we said it's looking like a buyer's market a good time to buy these keys and i like it when we can see what the book was capable of we know that it one time hit three thousand dollars there's no reason why it can't do that again in the future Let's take a look at the 9.4, selling 17% above its 12-month average, coming in at 330 And then the 9.6, 9% above its 12-month, selling for 480 Recently, filmmaker Cameron Crowe, you know him from directing Almost Famous, which was a very like musical-focused film. He was asked in an interview this past week about MCU movies, and the question was, would you ever consider a Dazzler adaptation? And he got super hyped about it. Like, I don't know if this is something that would actually take place, but this is the only media news surrounding Dazzler outside of Mutant Spec, which has only increased post Black Panther but we're not going to get into that no spoilers yet he even went as far as to mention Dua Lipa the pop star for the role you got to have some type of pop star to play Dazzler I mean that's her mutant power before we tell about the best comic book app in existence like it's the best thing to happen to the comic book industry we have to give a big happy birthday to Dazzler it's on November 20th use code Tom 101 on key collector comics to not only support the show but to better your comic knowledge your hunt your speculating your investing your overall comic book buying and also a big happy birthday to comic pops his birthday is today the day that we're filming this video Happy birthday to Comic Pops. Give him a follow. He's on Instagram, wheeling and dealing and pressing comics. Thanks for getting me into comic books and at the list at number nine, Batman Adventures. Number 12, debuting in 1993, we have the first appearance of Harley Quinn in a standard size comic book. And we're looking at direct editions and newsstands that both sold this week, placing BA-12 on the list. It's the first comic book appearance of Harley, and we've had a lot of rumors that Lady Gaga may be portraying Harley in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker sequel. August of this year, Lady Gaga confirmed to join Joaquin Phoenix in movie, but who she will play is still unknown. We have a new record-breaking 4.5, less selling for 350 in 2021 for an increase of 7%, now selling for 375. That was for a direct market, but we have a newsstand copy that made the list as well, a 9.0, sold for $750, just a slight increase over its $747 12-month average. That slight increase was matched with the direct 
direct market copy at an 8.0, selling for a consistent price of 543, 1% up, but it's about the amount of copies that are selling that place this book on the list. The 9.6 direct market copy has a increase of 20% over its recent 12 months, selling for $1,440 this past week. Not a scarce book by any means. There are 7,799 slabs total on the CGC census, which includes 1,069 9.8s. Now, the last GPA sale, November of 2022, sold for 2,700. The all-time record high was May of 2021, the comic boom, where it sold for 4,551. And because we gave you the direct market copy, we got to talk about the newsstand, the barcode, scarcer and harder to find in high grade. The last GPA sale was set in May of this year for 5,625. The record high was set in April of this year for 8750. I want to know what the community thinks about these prices considering that Harley Quinn to me is akin to the Deadpool of the Marvel universe as it pertains to keyworthiness and the modern status of the book. And I don't think we can mention Batman the Animated Series without mentioning Kevin Conroy, who recently passed away. We send our condolences. He was the voice of Batman. I like how you said that. You didn't even have to specify. When we think of the voice of Batman, there's a lot of people we could say, but it will always be cemented in our memory as Kevin Conroy. Next, at the list at number eight, we have Nick's issue number three. The first appearance of X-23, Laura Kinney. And speaking of animated series, Laura Kinney actually first debuted in the X-Men Evolution animated series a year before the comic came out. This right here is a perfect example of the positioning a lot of these comic books are in when they find themselves on the hot 10. We report on a lot of record-breaking sales, but what puts them on here is the community's choice to buy them the week prior so we can assess. This right here looks like a prime time buying opportunity for a major modern key book. Take a look at the 9.8. The last GPA sale was this month for $1,200. The record high was set in May 2021 for $2,261. The book is down by half, but is making the hot 10 because of multiple grade point averages seeing an increase in copies sold and average sales compared to the last 12 months. Keep in mind about that 9.8 sale, but first let's take a look at the 7.5, which sold for $340, 5% above its 12-month average, and then we have a 9.4, which sold for $680, 7% above its 12-month. Now, we have a 9.8 sale happening on the 7th of November and two sales since then. So we're going to start with the most recent sale and work our way back. The last sale that happened was, as mentioned, November 12th for $1,200. Then... Prior to that, November 9th for $14.25, and then November 7th for an increase compared to the average of the last 12 months of 26%, we have a sale for $2,150. Prior to that, this book has been hovering around the $1,200 to $1,400 range. Either someone overpaid or someone just threw the money down because they didn't care. So a little bit of an asterisk next to that $2,150 sale. It's about a $1,200 book, which is still crazy to think about because that's $1,000 less than its all-time high. 
Also, we don't have any news or rumors about the character except for fan casting calling for Amber Midthunder, who played the lead role in Prey, to be the new X-23. I want to know your thoughts about this fan casting. This was my favorite Predator film. And as this book approaches at a 9-8, near $1,000, I'm watching closer and closer. I may have to put some money down myself. At the list at number seven, we have Marvel Comics Super Special issue number 18. And oversized comic book debuting in 1981 marking the first appearance of indiana jones in a comic book yeah this is oversized it's a magazine format actually the comic adaptation made the trending video last week and this is the type of book that we've been seeing on the runners up those old movies tv show cartoon nostalgic characters now indiana jones has some things going for it and some things that aren't looking so well like the early reviews on the indiana jones 5 movie sounding like it's hot garbage but there are rumors that there are plans for a disney plus adaptation of the franchise whether it's the series being redone or we get the younger years of Indiana Jones, they've done it before. I digress. We have a 9.4 that broke records this past week, last selling for $45 in 2019, up 400%. Now selling for $225. The 9.6 back in March sold for $159 for an increase of 111%. This week selling for $335. Now, I need the community's help on this next sale because we have the highest ungraded sale to take place all year this past October. A copy sold for $350 with an unverified signature signed by Indiana Jones actor Harrison Ford. Now, what do you think, comic fam? Because it's unauthenticated, the description states it really looks like it. That's a quote. I'm finding it hard to believe that this signature is indeed correct. Jem, what do you think? Did a comic fam member get scammed? This is why CGC doesn't authenticate signatures that they didn't witness themselves. If you ask me, it looks like two completely different signatures, but you let us know what you guys think. Yeah, we'll put the poll up. This is a very intriguing magazine because there is very few of them graded on the census a total of 43 copies exist four graded at a 9.8 the last gpa sale was for 773 in february 2021 9.6 there are 12 copies 9.48 9.24 and 9.04 copies i suspect it's because it's kind of a pain to grade magazine size comics what do you think jim yeah, they're a pain to grade because the CGC turnaround time is usually a long time for the magazine size format. And altogether, bags, boards, boxes, it's hard to store and keep those magazine format books in high grade. And what's this? The battle between Wolverine and the Hulk? Todd McFarlane getting on an airplane, going down to Florida to do a signing. We have Incredible Hulk 340 debuting in 1988 at the list at number six. An iconic cover done by the Todd father. Multiple grade points seeing love for their average sales compared to the recent 12 months and holy smokes an increase to the cgc census the total count of graded copies is at 8956 this book ranked at number seven on the hot 10 two weeks ago and that means that there was an increase of 84 copies added to that census since the last time we talked about it now, there has been a lot of renewed interest in iconic Todd McFarlane keys because he was doing a private signing at CGC. That cutoff time has passed, but we're still seeing increased prices. A 9.0 selling for $232, 6% above its 12-month average. A 9.2 going for 2% more than its 12-month average, selling for $249. 
The 9.6 is selling for $510 for an increase of 12%. And the 9.8 nearing 2K selling for $1,900 this past week for an increase of 20% when comparing to the recent 12-month average. Total signature copies make up 1,239 on the census. I'm excited to see where that number goes post Todd McFarlane completing his trip. So make sure you're subscribed to the channel. Make sure the notification bell's on so you don't miss a video. We're going to keep track of that data for you. Moving on to number five on the list, we have Wolverine 88, the classic cover with Wolverine vs. Deadpool, and we're talking about the deluxe edition. This book staying smoking hot post the announcement that Hugh Jackman was going to join Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool 3 movie as Wolverine. The first battle between Wolverine and Deadpool in a deluxe edition because there are actually three different versions of this book. You have the deluxe edition, which is a nicer paper quality that was ordered in abundance compared to the non-deluxe edition, which was cheaper for LCSs to order back in the day, but they make up for a smaller census count. There's a total census count of the deluxe edition of 1,191 copies versus 412 of the non-deluxe. We do not have the newsstand numbers, but that makes up the third version of the book. I find it interesting that this is the book that spiked from the Deadpool 3 announcement. We've had these same characters in movies before, but it's going to be the first time they're both together in the MCU. We have high performers and record breakers to discuss, and we're going to start with that 9.6. It sold for $200, putting it 22% above its 12-month average, and then a 9.8, which sold for $475, 7% above its 12-month. The 7.5 broke record, selling for $55 back in September. Now, for an increase of 51%, selling for 83 the 8.0 sold for 79 dollars just back in january up 37 percent now selling for 108 and here's where it gets interesting i already went over the census count of the deluxe and non-deluxe considering the non-deluxe is more rare Considering that it is worse paper quality, you would think that it would sell for significantly more, but I think because members aren't aware of this, it's still selling for a deal. The 9.8 of the non-deluxe copy sold for $489. Now, that's an increase of 16% over its 12-month average, where it was selling for the same price as the deluxe, $422. $489 versus a $475 price is too similar in my book. I think this comic is undervalued. I'm with you. It feels like the premium gap should be a little bit greater. Moving on to number four on the list, we have Fantastic Four, issue 33, Jack Kirby goodness, and the first appearance of Atuma. But I have not seen Black Panther Wakanda forever yet, so I don't know how my boy played out in this movie. I saw it this past weekend. No spoilers. However, it was an amazing, powerful, gripping film. I encourage everyone to watch it. But this book was selling aggressively prior to the release and throughout the weekend. Let's get into the numbers because... It appears that the book is doing superbly. We have a CGC 2.5 with no prior sales data selling for $180 and two record breakers, a 2.0 which sold for $79 back in August, broke records 3% selling for 81 and then the 9.2 which previously sold for $3,000 in July is up 13% now selling for 3400 This 13% price hike is immense, especially when you look at the census count. There are six copies graded at a 9.8 and one hasn't sold since 2013 9.6 there are 12 copies and the last one sold for 3600 during the comic boom in april 2021 then we look at the 9.4 where the last copies haven't sold in over 
a year. This one has a recent sale because there are 28 copies in existence in September of this year for more money than the 9.6 was set during the comic boom. It sold for 52.80, which means if we see any of these copies sell, it's going to likely break records causing the trickle down effect. It's a good look for the comic book market. There's always going to be a fan base out there for high grade Silver Age Fantastic Four keys. And I heard Atuma did his thing in the movie. Moving on to number three, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles issue number two from 1984, the second team appearance of the Turtles, the first appearance of Baxter Stockman and his Mousers, and the first appearance of April O'Neil. This is what I was talking about earlier. This is a book that is hot for no other reason besides the book must be so cold that members are realizing if I want to get this major first appearance, April O'Neil, or early TMNT in a difficult to acquire in high grade. Keep in mind, there's only 1,452 copies on the census. 199 are graded at a 9.8. The record height of a 9.8 has hit 5517 in 2021. The last GPA sale this month was for 2250. Proving that we are indeed in a buyer's market, but we still have record-breaking sales to report. A CGC 7 7.5 sold for $400 back in 2021. It's up 12% now selling for 449. The 9.2 hit $800 this week, 25% over its recent 12 months. The 9.4 hit 845. That's 8% over its recent 12 months. And then we have that 9.6. It's up 9% selling for 1450. Now, 9.6 makes up 374 copies in total graded on the census. The height that this book reached during 2021 was 2525. And the lowest sale to take place this year was for $1,200 in June. This may be one of the best times to invest and throw money down on your early turtles. Before we get on to number two, isn't it time to announce the December mystery mail call? We did something huge for the December mystery mail call, comictom101.com, to give me an excuse to send you comics every single month, and you support the show directly. We've teamed up with Peach Momoko on her brand new title, Demon Wars issue number one, for a one-per-box MMC exclusive. And not only that, we have David Mack on Ninja Funk number one, MMC exclusive going in one per box. I love how you got the cover A artist from each book to do an exclusive variant just for the mail call. Very classy. Moving on to number two on the list, we have Omega Men issue number three, the first appearance of the main man himself, Lobo. Yo, the spec is going nuts. People love their Lobo, but I think they love something even more. The speculation that James Gunn is going to be involved, not just in Lobo, but literally anything weird in the DC catalog and Jason Momoa who is being not only fan-casted, rumored, and him basically throwing out to the universe that he really wants to be this character, but there is no confirmation. Will the fans make this so? Well, that's the question. If Sonic the Hedgehog has taught us anything, it's that we have allowed enough voice as a community to make these things happen. Who cares if he plays Aquaman? He'll be different enough as Lobo, and he's made to play that character. This was number one on the trending video last week. A 260% increase in copies sold, and multiple grade point averages are up on this book. This book is selling multiple times a day. 
it is seeing so much heat. 9.8s make up 2,579 copies. There's a total of over 7,500 on the census. So that 200 plus percent in copies sold is an extravagant number because this book is pretty affordable. The 8.5 selling for $70 is up 8% over its recent 12 months. The 9.0 is up 1% selling for 83 this week. The 9.2 is comfortably at 100 for an increase of 19%. We have a CGC 9.4 selling for $140, 47% above its 12 month, a 9.6 which sold for 169, 25% above its average, and then a CGC 9.8 which hit $350, putting it 10% above its $317 average. Hit the like, slap the subscribe. We need your support, Comic Familia. And at the list at number one, the hottest book in the world of any multiverse or timeline, we have Wizard Magazine number one, debuting in 1991. Dare I say, the original Hot 10. And shout out to my guy Skeff over at Skeff's Comic Knowledge, who just picked up a CGC 9.8 of this book. I am super jealous. I'm a big fan of Wizard Magazine, especially issue number one with that iconic Todd McFarlane cover. This book is crazy tough and high grade. There are only six graded at a 9.8. We talked about the San Diego Comic-Con edition. Same book with that San Diego Comic-Con logo. There are three of those graded at a 9.8. There is no sales data for a 9.8 on GPA. We got a CGC 9.0 Direct Edition selling for $400, putting it 18% above its 12-month average. A 9.6 Direct Edition with a sale of $1,195, 7% above its 12-month. There's also a newsstand version of this comic book. It is ungraded and it sold for $5.99, which is the year-long high sale of this book. We also have an ungraded copy of the San Diego Comic-Con exclusive, which sold for $1,000, another year-long high for it. Then we have a record-breaking sale for a San Diego Comic-Con variant graded at an 8.0. The last time it sold was for $20 in 2013. This past week, it sold for $500. There's a total census count of the direct edition of 176 on the census, which is very curious when you consider that there was 100,000 copies ordered by retailers back when this comic book debuted. Why aren't members sending in their wizard number ones? Is it because they like to relive the nostalgia? Let me know in the comment section below, or is it because members are a little lazy and they don't want to send their magazines to CGC? Let me know, and also, as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself and Gem Mint on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. It's called Whatnot. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. And Gem, I saw that stack of Omnis this video. Tell me you're doing something with those. By the time you guys see this, we would have already done our omnibus and trade paperback sale. That's why you got to follow me on Whatnot. You never know what kind of show I'm going to have next. We appreciate your time today. Look at these other videos. We made them for you. We out.